to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies and TV shows, current events, and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. Guess who's Bazak, man? Why do I say Bazak? It's not 1999. Fuck. 1999 was 20 years ago. You ever sit back and think about wild shit like that? Like, man, like, Lion King just came out, right? Lion King was 25 years ago. I watched Mufasa die in cartoon form, and that shit still hurts. I refuse to watch this anymore. I'm sure it's good. All the people that have, all my boys that have seen it, all four of them, because I, I mean, I keep a small circle. They told me it was good. They enjoyed it. You know, but one of them, I think one of them complained, my boy Danny, you know, a.k.a. the six bros that's been on this podcast before. You know, he told me that he didn't like it because they cut out some song or they changed some song or whatever. I was like, that's, that's how petty we are. Like, this is a movie that shouldn't have been remade. Like, this should have stayed untouched. Like, Lion King is an absolute classic. You know what I mean? But anyways, man, it's been nine months since my last podcast, and I don't know if you can hear my cat in the background. I'm doing this from one of my spare bedrooms because the studio still isn't built. It's it's taking some time, and it's slowly. If for a while there, it was a chicken coop in a, in the in the house because we got chickens after my wife's birthday. Actually, for my wife's birthday, we got our first four chickens. And then the week after that, we got five more chickens. Ended up getting three hens. No, my bad. Three roosters and six hens. That wasn't ideal. We actually lost one hen. She didn't make it. She didn't make it out of uh, out of infancy or, or being a chick, I guess. It was just a little bit too cold because it took one night. We didn't really know what it took to be chicken parents. Is that a thing? I don't want to talk about. By the way, another weird thing, uh, some people have referred to eggs as, as butt nuggets, and it's completely changed my perspective on eggs. Like, since I've heard that, I've stopped eating eggs as much. I usually had about uh, three to four eggs, uh, scrambled eggs in the morning. Now, not so much. It's 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 been more hit and miss with that. But yeah, man, uh, just kind of been going through that. So yeah, so did that. So for the first Three months, you can't put them in the coop, I guess. So for those three months, my my studio, a.k.a. the bonus room, a.k.a. the everything drawer, a.k.a. the chair after laundry, um, kind of became an everything place. And it got real nasty real quick. Tell you something. Chickens are some dirty motherfuckers, man. There was chicken feathers, chicken dust everywhere in that fucking room. Had to bleach it out. There was hay in there because they'd kick it out of their little, uh, it's not a, it wasn't a coop. I guess we'll call it a coop. So if, you know, that makes it easier for everybody to understand. While they were growing, they outgrew that pretty quick. But it took me probably two months every other weekend when I could, you know, in between working and this. So working this and that, it took me a while to get the, 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 not the podcast. Obviously this shit took me nine months. Uh, it took me a while to get the, the the coop built. Yeah, it just took me a while to get the coop built because I was using all my neighbor's tools. Like, I'm not that handy of a dude. Like, I can I can drill some holes in some shit. Sometimes 
if the weather is right and the wind hits at the right angle, I can hang a shelf without it falling off the fucking drywall. But, uh, yeah, so he helped me. You know, one of my old neighbors, about 75 years old. You know, in between his little health struggles, he would help me out. Designed the, he designed the coop. I put it all together. So that's been, that was a whole challenge, man. So that took a bunch of time. Work has been crazy. You know, I'm just letting y'all know why it's been not why it's been a while. And I'm starting season two now, nine months later, since my last pod since my last podcast. So after we got that done, had to get him in there. And it's a process, man. Like with all with as hot as it's been, still building the run out. Cause so if you don't know much about chickens, you could either free range them, which means they have somewhere to go at night, but during the day they just kinda, you know, graze and go throughout the grass and go wherever they want and then they come back. And they actually do that. That's just crazy. So then, so now we're building the run because if I let my chickens free range, we got hawks and shit out here and foxes and bobcats and lions, tigers, and bears, all that shit. And I don't want my chickens to die because I like getting eggs. You know what I mean? I, I like having that ability to get eggs and not having to go to the grocery store to buy them. It's a lot cheaper that way. So now I'm building a run, but that's a whole process because I'm just, I'm winging that shit for the most part. Like, I'm thinking, okay, this kind of works, but I, you know, like if it doesn't work, I have to go back and make an adjustment. Then it becomes a, a, a longer and longer task on the on the to-do list. So it's just been a bunch of that, you know, got the dog. Now one of one of our cats is sick. It's just one thing after another. But one thing I, that was always in the back of my head is like, no, man, I got to make my way back to the podcast. Like for me, like the way, the reason why I do most of these by myself is because a lot of this is therapeutic for me. Like... The fact that anybody listens, I appreciate every single day. Like, I was just looking at my stats. You know, the fact that two people take their time out to listen to play on this podcast from somebody they've never met it means the world to me. You know, you took the time out out of the billions and billions of podcasts out there to, to listen to mine, and I appreciate that. So, and in between that time, you know, building the chicken coop and working on that stuff, I started going to therapy. Therapy is one of the most challenging, beneficial things you could do. If you're not really ready for it, it can really challenge you. Like, it was one of those things like, oh, I guess, like, the way I approach it was like, oh, I guess I'll go in here and I'll talk to somebody about a couple problems and I'll feel better. What you don't realize is once you start unpacking that luggage, that luggage is deep as shit, man. You've been carrying around a lot of fucking baggage that you don't even realize. Like, you you have all these as Oprah would call it, yeah, I'm quoting Oprah, like an aha moment where like, oh shit, I never thought about that. That's why I do this. Or damn, I never realized that that's why I reacted like this to that one thing that's always said, you know, without getting into too much stuff. It's it's crazy. So I did that for, for about seven months, for about seven months. And then my therapist retired. So I'm actually looking for another one still and waiting for a call back. Y'all gonna hear my cat Haslam, which is in the other room because we can't have him with Ingrid, our female cat, because she had dental surgery and she, they can't be around each other because if you take a cat out of the household and bring it back in, the cat that's in the home doesn't, doesn't recognize it because of the scent. Like that shit's crazy. Like I didn't know any of that stuff, but whatever. So in between the coop. Building the coop, making sure that my chickens don't die, my rooster doesn't kill me, because that motherfucker's an asshole. And and therapy is just time has kind of gone by. But again, like at always in the back of my head, I was like, man, I gotta I gotta crawl my way back to the podcast. Like this is this is my therapy when there's nobody else to listen to me. 
you know, this is this is what let me lets me get my my rants and my vent out and talk about anything that's popped into my head. So I, I just got to find my way back to the podcast. Got to keep crawling back. I got to low crawl back to this. And then in the last nine months, my brother comes home for a month and we go to Panama for for the first time. He, he never been to our, my, our home country, my home country and his home country. It's not just mine. I don't own that shit. Just like nobody owns any country. That's just whatever. Um, So we make it back to that. And let me tell you about Panama, man. We went, obviously it was a week. It was, it was actually 10 days. Shit was amazing. It was, it was beautiful. I love my, love, love, love my country. Love my home country. And we go on this hike, right? So I had never been on a hike at altitude. Like I've done hiking in, you know, in, in Hawaii and a little bit here in Florida, obviously flatland. Hawaii was more like stairs. So it wasn't a very challenging hike. So we go to Panama and we're in Boquete, right? Boquete is, is a is a city that borders Costa Rica, right? It's in between. It's the last city between the mountains, and then you head over the mountains into Costa Rica. So you're about I don't know thirty five hundred to four thousand feet above sea level. I've never been up that high before, right? So I, we go on this hike. Like, oh man, I'm gonna be fine. I'm wearing my Adidas, little some basketball shorts. I'm good. I'm chilling. Bruh, I wasn't good. I wasn't chilling. We start going up these stairs. I'm struggling. I'm holding on to everything. Now I'm 35, right? I'm I'm a I'm a fat guy. I'm I'm a big dude. You know what I mean? I'm I'm fat, right? Like it's not big dude. Just sounds is like an appealing way to make it seem like you're not. Now I'm fat, right? Like I'm overweight. Didn't know the challenges. So in my mind, I'm still that like 19 or 20 year old kid that was in the military. That like, oh, I haven't fallen that far from. No, no, no. This this was a sobering reality of, yo, man, get your shit together. Still not there, by the way. I still haven't got my shit together as far as the weight goes, but whatever. So we go up this hike. I'm with my brother, who's a fucking super soldier. This motherfucker's like running up and down the thing, doing backflips, laughing at me. Like, oh, man, hurry up, man. Oh, you're such a fat ass. Eh? So... I'm struggling. My mom's 55 now. Actually, today's her birthday, July 25th. So, mom, happy birthday. I love you. And that's my cat. Always making a fucking introduction. Loud ass bastard. So, I'm going up this thing. And then, so the path has, you get to a chance to see three waterfalls, right? So, we're walking up this thing and I'm dying. <coughs> Coughing up a storm. Can't breathe right. Got my hands on my head. Fucking trying to open up my chest and my lungs, trying to get all the air I can in this thin air area. Walking up, I'm like, okay, we're gonna get there soon. That's just to get to the fucking post to pay to see the waterfalls. Like, oh, I'm not gonna make this. Now, mind you, on the way up, you feel worse because on the way up, you see like 75, 80 year old white people walking that shit up and down. Like, hey, Greg, hey, Bertha, let's. Let's let's get it going out, and they're just hiking it up with hiking sticks and and Crocs or those marrow boots, and they're just getting it gone, 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 gone. And I'm like, all right, all right, man, you gotta you gotta sack up here. It gets worse because obviously it gets it's rainy, it's muddy because you're in the mountains, right? Everything's everything's wet. We're making our we're making our way up. My mom's dying because she's a smoker. I'm dying because I'm fat. My brother and my cousin are killing it trying to make sure we don't die and we make it to the first waterfall and it's beautiful 
And then at that moment, we're there for about 35 minutes. And me and my mom decide, we ain't doing this shit again. We go, hey, man, we're going to wait downstairs for you. So we go back down, sitting there talking to my mom, having a great time. You know, I haven't really had that kind of time with my mom in a, in a while. So we're talking. And then my mom, I go to the I go to the restroom and I come back and my mom tells me that she just saw like, it's going to sound crazy. But I'm just relaying to you what was said to me. My mom said she just saw some shit she can't explain. It was like some cloud that was moving at a pace and then disappeared. Right? Like, that's what she said. I was like, Mom, you're crazy. I don't know what's in that cigarette. Let's calm down. My mom was pale white. Not joking. Nothing like that. She's like, Ben, I'm telling you, I'm not joking. This is what happened. I was like, okay, well, I made the, ex- at that point, I made the executive decision to say, hey, uh, we're going to go ahead and get the fuck out of here. Kevin Hart, we're, nope, we're out. We're going downstairs because if some shit happens, at least we're by the car. I can call somebody to pick up my brother and my cousin because they're still making their happy ass way up to challenge two and three or level one, level two and three or whatever. I was like, no, we're, we're going downstairs, mom. So we do all that. Have a great time. We all make it back safe and sound. Nobody twists an ankle. Nobody sprains anything. One thing that bothered me, though, about the walk down. So there was this, there was this young girl. And she's walking back down in flip-flops. Not flip-flops, because it's more like the thong sandals. You know, the ones that go like in between your index finger or your index big toe and, and your big toe. It's there, And she's just walking down. And I just, I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck is going on here? I couldn't do nothing about it because I was just trying to live. I'm trying not to slide down these rocks. I'm struggling. And she's just walking down like it's nothing. Shit's crazy. But, yeah. So after I get back from Panama, go back into therapy, you know, start talking about all my, all my stuff that's going on, my childhood issues and, and this stuff and that stuff. And you start realizing how much your childhood impacts you and your decision making and the way you, the way you filter things, the way you receive emotions, the way you give out emotions, how you perceive weakness in yourself. So you react or or lash out a certain way. It's crazy, man. Like, and I was talking to one of my boys, my boy Chris. <clears throat> I was talking to him. I was like, "Yo, man, I really, I think you should really do therapy. Not, not because he's fucked up or he's crazy or any of that shit. It's just that's that's the misconception and the what's the word I'm looking for? The the bad image that mental health and talking to somebody has. Like, if you're talking to somebody, you have to be crazy or you have to have something wrong with you. No, like it's good to talk to somebody." That isn't your family or your friend or your uh, loved one. And they give you an opinion or not an opinion. They they listen to you without a vested interest and in just trying to make you feel better. Right. Because a lot of times we'll do that. We're like, all right, man, let me let, like my wife will tell me something or my best friends will tell me something. And we're like, all right, man, I got to fix this. What do you need me to do? And a lot of times, like when you talk to a therapist, they're, they're trying to figure out the reason why you would think like that and re- why you receive the things the way you do and how you're able to change that and at least be able to understand it. It's some crazy shit that you just and it's uncomfortable because you don't want to like as a man, right? Like you don't want to delve into into those moments because you don't want to deal with those emotions, right? Because as a, like I was never taught how to deal with my emotions like it was, you know, I, I just wasn't like I, w- I just knew anger. 
and I wouldn't even say joy. I just knew like anger and sadness and sometimes laughter, right? It's laughter, laughter is an emotion, whatever. So like, I didn't know how to process those things because a lot of it just seemed the same to me, right? Because of all my, of all my childhood shit. So I'm just trying to figure all that out, trying to understand myself better <clears throat> and then trying to figure out how I'm going to grow from that, from something that happened 30 years ago. So you go through this weird thing where you get mad at yourself because these things 30 years ago affected you. Like you can't just shake it off because it's still there. It's nagging at you and it's, Hey man, you're not good enough. Hey man, you can't, you can't succeed that. No, this isn't, this isn't true. I got to have those little things pecking at the back of my head. Yeah. And they're just there nagging and nagging and nagging and different voices just constantly telling me shit and, once you talk to the therapist, you tr- you find out why those voices are there and how to process them and not to let them win. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's always those moments. Not always. But for me, right? Because I can't speak to everybody's therapy experiences. For me, there was a lot of, okay, now I understand. Okay, now I understand why I was so disappointed in myself when I was succeeding or when I was making things better or why I was so afraid to even try that I needed my best friend to literally pull me out of homestead and drive me to school to get me to get my shit together instead of just having some dead-end job uh working security you know what i mean like there are these moments that show you that there's better situations and better people out there than just what you've experienced but so i was listening to a podcast today and it's i didn't think about it like it was fighting the kid it was a with brenda shop and joe coy i didn't realize that your brain I guess your brain, this is, this might be complete bro science. Should have looked this up before I'm saying this out loud, but whatever. That your brain tends to latch on to the negative emotions more so you don't repeat those moments. So you know what to look out for. So it sends out like little spider sense where you're like, okay, this looks familiar. This is how you react. You have that learned lesson. So you don't, so you don't let those moments happen again and you process it differently and you learn from it and you, and chances are. When you start to feel those moments, you're going to react more aggressively or or approach it in a more upsetting way than you did before. Because before you might have let it pass where now just the thought of it possibly happening sends you not into a rage because you're not going to fucking break a wall drinking a monster because you're Kyle. Like that's not going to happen. But it's more so recognize you, you tend to it, your ears almost perk up to it, right? You, hold on, man. I've, I've heard this before. What's going on here? No, no, this ain't going to happen again. And then you react. You, you react and overreact to it when you just, when it's not the same thing because you're not that eight-year-old boy that got left at school because you're, you know, because your parent forgot to pick you up. Whatever. That's just an example. I don't, I don't think that actually happened to me. But it gives you, an, a therapy gives you the tool to put into the chest of your life to be able to deal to be able to recognize how to fix things and how to just understand that you're not a bad person because that happened you know what i mean or because you thought that way or because x y and z but you just have to learn that acting and reacting a certain way isn't the isn't the best also either not also either you know, I mean, that's that's just what I wanted to talk about today, man. Like, it's just a little bit of the importance of mental health, and that it's okay to talk to talk to somebody and not just 
let those emotions stay within you and just ball up because you you need to let those out like it's it's not a bad thing as a man because women have no women have no problem expressing their emotions right like as men we're always taught to you know be a man grow up at like three or four years old i read something today and you guys can let me know what you think about it i read something today that i said that boys aren't easier than girls it's just that you told you told boys to grow up and you kind of detach yourself from them because you kind of figured they they're not as they're they're not as they don't need as much nurturing or affection as a girl does because she knows she needs to be a princess and all this stuff so i mean i look i don't have kids i don't know how true that is or not but i know i've been a kid right and i'm being one of the bigger kids in my family my entire life you you don't you're not looked at as somebody who should be more who's sensitive or has deeper feelings than other people or not other people because that's comparison that's not right but that has the ability to feel things more so than other people think that think that you do you know like never never assume that you know what's going on through somebody's head never assume that because somebody looks a certain way or any of that means that they they're gonna act feel receive or give out that emotion in the same way you expected them to you gotta be mindful of that man all right guys i'm gonna catch y'all up man i'm gonna be back next week try to get back to my two two times a week you know one one day me one day a guest or twice a week me but the podcast is back on man thank you so much for tuning in and i'm back baby that's that's not that's not how it goes is it no that's not it either all right man i'm i'm out Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace. <laughs>